Welcome to the Level Up Podcast, brought to you by Century 21, the Harrelson Group, featuring masterminds with real estate leaders, coaches, and influencers, plus eye-opening strategy sessions with up-and-coming agents. You'll learn exactly how to go from agent to entrepreneur. And now, let's get to the latest episode of Level Up. Everybody, it's Greg Harrelson here with the Level Up podcast, and I'm, uh, you know, excited to come, um, you know, come back to you and, and and present to you a fantastic listing agent, a producer that I've known very well, Abe Safa, who has um, actually been in um, in my office in Century 21, the Harrelson Group in the Myrtle Beach, South Carolina uh, uh, market, and we want to talk to you about uh, listings, becoming a listing machine, and if I, uh, you know, if you take notice of the description, I said it's. It's not all about prospecting. Now, I know you're probably thinking, what, Greg? You know, you like to talk about prospecting. Yes, but today's conversation, <laughs> you see, I'm still finishing my, my sucker. I don't see if, I don't know if you can see that, but I got caught. I'm yeah. busted. I was having a, a lollipop <laughs> earlier. I'm going to put it down now. <laughs> Um, reluctantly put it down now that we're live. But anyways, um, you know, no, I, I, I obviously believe in lead generation and different prospecting strategies. Abe and I are going to kind of go a different direction and share with you uh, or hopefully give you a deeper understanding of how to really become a listing machine and, and generate a lot of listing opportunities for yourself. It's, um, it's a conversation that I don't think that is discussed enough. But the reality is, is that people that take a lot of listings, these are the things that they do. So with all that being said, Abe Safa, thank you so much for joining me, man. Hey, Greg, it's a pleasure. Yeah. Um, also, just so you know, um, Abe and I, if, if you if you're not a member of the real estate sales, uh, uh, real estate sales solutions Facebook page, please go to real estate sales solutions Facebook page and um, and join. It's there's no cost to it. Just join. Abe and I are there um, communicating almost daily, putting out uh, you know real estate tips and and uh, just a bunch of information. I I I. I created a video today with some content that uh, got a lot of response. And I think it's just a valuable message. So go to Real Estate Sales Solutions Facebook page, join our little community, lots of free coaching. I think you'll uh, appreciate it. Okay. So yeah, wait, wait, Greg, uh, so it's actually, a, it's, a, it's a private group. So if you go to groups slash real estate sales solutions, it's, it's only for real estate agents and mortgage professionals. So you actually have to ask for an invite and then we'll accept you in there. So it's not like a lot of these pages with 100,000 people and who knows who's in there. This is just strictly real estate agents and mortgage professionals. Yeah, that's good. And, 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 you know, and we, um, and I monitor it quite aggressively. Um, nobody's soliciting, nobody's putting their open houses information, even though that's great information to put on social media. It's just not, uh, that page is not made for that. Matter of fact, today, I, um, I kind of put out a message um, and made it very clear that there will be no solicitate solicitations. And, um, and I'm amazed that this group seems to be really engaged in their, um, and they're and, and and they kind of like think uh, they they refrain from any kind of promotion. So it's it's real content. Um, some people are are building their businesses off the free coaching just off of that page. So let's go ahead and talk about listings. And today, yes, I want to talk about becoming a listing machine. And a listing machine to me, Abe, is somebody who can generate listings quite consistently and, and consistently meaning, you know, five, six, seven, uh, shoot, many of us are, are do well over 10, 10 a month and they do it month over month over month. What, 
in your, cause I do believe you're a listing machine. Uh, um, what, what do you, if somebody asks you, well, what is a listing machine? What, what comes to your mind, Abe? The key word is consistent. So, I mean, you don't, a lot of people think, well, a listing machine is going to be someone that does a hundred, 200 listings a year. Not necessarily. I mean, it all depends on what your goal is, you know, what your, what your production goal is going to be and, and what you put into it. So in my opinion, um, it's, it's what you set as a goal and then what you do on a consistent basis that generates consistent results month after month. So you're not riding that roller coaster where you have one really good month and then nothing in a pipeline for a month and a half. So, so to me, it's all about consistency. It's yeah. in that number every single month um, with the number of listings you get. Yeah, you know what? As you're talking, and 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 I can completely buy into your 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 description there and your answer, because I think of the word machine, right? And machine, like punching out widgets, um, a machine that makes donuts. It's like they're the same shape every time. It's there's so much when 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 you're dealing with a machine, there's so much consistency in every bit of the process. You know, it's like you 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 do something consistently and you produce a result consistently. I, I think of that as a machine. So I, I like the way that you're kind of uh, describing that. I, I am curious, I mean, how many transactions did you close last year? Just to give some context to the, uh, to, the to, to our listeners. Uh, 172. 172, okay, got it. And what, pre-COVID, what would you say that you closed, if you could remember? The year before that was 150. Uh, the year before that, I want to say 125. Okay. Ballpark. Yeah. Got it. So you, so it'd be safe to say that your business is is on the uh, the incline. I mean, and a lot of businesses are right. You know, a lot of real estate businesses are because of the the market. Um, and what percentage of your 170 transactions were listings versus buyers? So last year, I think it was about 120 out of the 172, 125, somewhere in that ballpark were listing side and the others were buyer side. Okay. Got it. So what was that? How many? 120, what, what would that be? About 125 out of the 172. Okay. So 75% of your business? Somewhere in that ballpark, yeah. So, somewhere in that range? Okay, got it. So I, I call that a listing, a listing-based business. That's what I, I would call that. So that's that that's good. Um you said something to me the other day. You did a, an analysis. I, I remember us talking and you you said something and I said, oh, that's interesting. And then you said you were going to go back and do some additional research about your production year to date. And you brought me a statistic that, I quite frankly, I told you today, in my whole 20 plus years of experience, I've never heard a conversation around this topic. So you really kind of opened my eyes on something that I realized I knew, but I never articulated. I've never talked about it. You and I have never talked about it. You just, you brought something to my attention and I can't stop thinking about it. And I have created so much, I've come up with so many opinions and ideas and, and, and information that I feel like we need to get out. But let's go ahead and go back to, we were either talking or texting and you said to me something. Can you just kind of recreate that dialogue of what you yeah. found? Yeah. So, so basically, it, it all stemmed from a conversation from one of our coaching clients. You know, I was talking to him, and you know, you and I are, are, are strong, strong believers of building a business and not so much being an agent the rest of your life. So, building a database, nurturing that database, working it, and then a couple of years down the road, 
you start seeing the rewards of that database by incoming uh, listing calls coming to you, right? So we're, we're big proponents of that. So I was having a coaching session with with an agent um, who who had a hard time, you know, grasping the idea of building a database. You know, kind of was stuck in, look, I want some now business. I want some now business. I need some immediate business. And like, so I, I just had a thought. So let me go back and look at all the listings that we've taken this year. Uh, and this was through the end of June. We took 77 listings. So then I went back and um and looked at okay, when was the first contact made to each one of those leads? And then when did they list? And I put a number on it, which is the number of days that it took from first contact to listing agreement signed. So what I, I put a number for every single one of the 77 listings, and then I averaged it out. When I and I and I saw something which we, you and I, I mean, yeah, we've talked about it forever, but never really calculated the numbers, never really put a number to it, right? And then it, it turned out that uh, on average, out of those 77 listings, it took 353 days on average to get a listing out of those. So that's when I, I shared it with that agent, which kind of opened up his eyes. Now, now he's building a database, <laughs> right? And then uh, we did a coaching call. I did a coaching call on it as well, the, the importance of, of follow-up. Um, yeah. So that's how the whole conversation started. I mean, you know, dive into in more detail, but that's basically how the conversation started with you and I. Yeah, yeah. And you've mentioned a few times coaching. So Abe and I have a coaching program called Agent Success Academy. So if any of you are interested in, you know, being coached after you hear this uh, by Abe and I, um, you know, then just check out Agent Success Academy and uh, we'd love for you to join us. So because you mentioned that, I wanted to just kind of give some clarity on that. So yes, Abe, that is where the conversation started is you basically told me on average, it took 350 three days from the minute you made the first contact to the time that you got a listing agreement signed. So I'm looking that and the first thing that I said, well, before I say what I think, what's the, when you found that statistic, when you confirmed that's what the real number was, what was your, did you have any ahas? Did you, what, what conclusions did you come up with? You know, frankly, I, I wasn't surprised. I, I, I didn't think it was going to be that big of a number, but I wasn't surprised that it was. Um, the, the, the aha moment that I had was like, we really have to start stressing, not just building a database. We're already doing that. We have to start, start stressing patience with leads. We have to start stressing expectations with leads. We have to start stressing the importance of, of having a, a pipeline of leads that no matter whether they're listing now or whether they're never listing to you being okay with that and putting them into your database, putting them into your pipeline and just kind of let things happen, right? So, so there's this, there's this constant never ending need right now in this industry where I got to have a good lead. I got to have a lead. And, and when we talk to somebody, if they're not like ready to buy or sell at this moment, we cross them off as not a good lead. We blame the, the lead provider. We blame all of that. When, when, if you really want to build a business, it's okay that you've got someone in that wants to sell five years from now. It's okay to have someone in there that says they're never going to sell because we all know six to 8% of every single homeowner is going to sell within the next 12 months. So, so by, I mean, the first thing is, is kind of building that mindset with agents that look, it's okay. The whole thing is you've got to make sure you keep making contacts on a daily basis and dropping these people into the pipeline and then let them just fall out when they fall out. I think that's the thing. It's like start stressing that, okay, Focus on the leads timeline, not be so stressed out and worried about your timeline and when are they going to sell? Are they going to sell right now? Kind of get away from that, that, that instant gratification mentality.
Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, and, and, and kind of what came to my mind, the first thing I said mm-hmm. is like, okay, thank you for confirming that there's more money in lead follow-up than there is in lead generation. And and that's what's important. It's like if for your average to be 353, then that means you had to nurture those people for at least a year on average. That means there's a lot of people you that you that you it took you 500 days before you converted them. So you had them in your database, you nurtured them, you probably called them a few times, they were still not ready to do anything, you became a household name. And then over time, I bet you a lot of those, especially those people at the 353 that that average time frame, I bet a lot of those Listings, you didn't just happen to call them on day 350 and they listed on day 53. They actually called you on day 50 and you listed them on day 53. These are the things that are going through my mind, right? It's like you and I have, both of us take well over 100 listings every year. We've been doing it for years and we get so many come list me calls, but come list me calls are not there. It's not luck. It's, It's what we've done to nurture. And and I said to you on the phone earlier today, I said, you know, I, I've been thinking so much. I'm like, damn, Abe would be such a fantastic farmer. I mean, what did Abe do? A- Abe actually bought some land and he turned the dirt, worked the dirt. And then the second process is, process is he planted some seeds. And then the third process is he irrigated it. And then the fourth process is he picked the weeds And the fifth process, fruit actually became, uh, there was fruits on the trees, and then he turned around and picked the fruit. That's what Abe did. And it took 353 days in order to go through the process of turning the dirt, planting the seeds, irrigating, picking the weeds, yielding the crop. Now, agents, here's what they do. They turn the dirt and they plant seeds. They never go back to irrigate, pick the weeds, and pick the crop. The key is, is they, 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 they work the land, they plant the seeds, and then because it takes so long, they lose focus, and they go back and work more land, plant more seeds, work more land, plant more seeds. Oh, I got a deal. Work more land, plant mo- more seeds. When The reality is, is all those seeds eventually yield crop. Most agents are not there at the end of the process, so they're not able to pick the fruit. Some other agent is picking the fruit that some other agent that you, an agent, planted the seed. So that's what went through my mind. It's like, wow, that's amazing. And I, absolutely. And the, the beauty is right now, like you mentioned, going back and watering the crops, there's just so much automation out there that can yeah. help you with that. Right. It's like, for example, yesterday I took a listing and I went back and I, of course, what did I do? I went back and looked and see when did I first talked to this guy 370 days ago. Yeah. I spoke to this guy. He came in as a sell evaluation lead on a sell evaluation ad that I ran, came in as a lead, got his information, put him in, 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 in HomeBot, put him in, got and been sending him a market update every two weeks. And then he reaches out to me last week. Uh, through HomeBot. We had that first conversation last week. Yesterday, he signs a listing agreement, right? So it's it's never ending planting a seed, which is making contacts on a daily basis, yeah. right? Because even though we have- I a call database, that working the dirt. I think that's okay, when you're yeah. turning okay. the soil. Okay, okay mm-hmm. you make the call, it's turning right. the soil. Mm-hmm. And during that call, you realize there was 
an opportunity someday in the future, right. a seed was planted. Then you then put them in your systems and you just used automation. That's irrigation. Right. Then slowly over time, you see that they're like, oh, they're looking at some reports. Well, maybe I'll just give them a call and check in with them. That's that's pulling the weeds. And then one day in the future, after you nurture them so long, they called you. That's picking the fruit. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's a never ending process where, you, you know, you're making your outbound calls and you keep putting people in your database. Because, again, once you have them in your database, that doesn't mean you own them. You've got to do your best to make sure you nurture them. You got to make sure you do your best to, to hit them as far as the contact and reaching out to them, you know, 30, 36 times a year. And then at some point you land them, but also other agents are calling them. So it's just a never ending process of, of building the database, nurturing a database, losing some people in the database, and then taking listings. Um, I, th I think you put all those together and that's how you have a consistent um, uh, listing agent or listing machine. Yeah. Now I just happened to, um, you know, my mom grew up on a farm, so I know a little bit about farming. I, I did not grow up on a farm, but um, my grandfather owned, um, you know, farms. My brother has a farm. Um, I'm scared what? of dirt. Yeah. Huh? I'm yeah. scared of dirt. I don't, yeah, I don't want to get dirt under my nails. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, it, it, it's amazing. One of the things that I said is like one thing you can count on the farm uh, on a farmer, a real farmer. And I call Abe, Abe, you're a real farmer. Now, what you're demonstrating is fantastic farming skill sets. Now, what I really mean is like one thing about those darn farmers, those really the machines. Is they wake up at the crack of dawn and they go out there and they work their land, which is a working his database every single day. Consistency. That's really what's going on. Now, we, we also talked and I want to touch on. There are 353 days seems to be long. Um, and we talked about the differences is like that could be relevant to the market, right? Mm -hmm. Like what your what what lead generation strategies that you're using right now to get listings may yield a longer time nurturing time frame versus maybe other times that you've been in the business, even though you may not have been tracking the numbers at different time, different markets. Can you touch on that? I mean, a big chunk of my business at, at this point in my career is database, you know, between database, between past clients, between uh, referrals from past clients. Um, it, it's close to, I'd say 45% of my business comes from that. Okay. And then, and then, you know, I, I do a little bit of circle prospecting still, you know, it expires. I don't, I don't do physicals. I haven't done physicals in years. Um, and then, at the, but it's no matter who I talk to, every single person I ever talk to, I'm asking for the email every single time, and they're going into some sort of uh, drip system for the long haul. Yeah, um, you know, and I think that's the key. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, three fifty three might might be a little bit high. You know, if it's a newer agent um, and they just started and, and it's all circle prospecting early on, you know, the numbers might be different. If it's someone that calls expired and, and most of their business expires, that that number is going to be a shorter. Um, than 353, you know, but, but the whole idea of, look, if you want to make life easier for yourself, and if you want to build a business, you have to start building a database that is segmented from hot leads to cold leads and constantly nurtured and constantly followed up with. And then what's going to happen is, is any, any, any day, pretty much anytime you want, you could go into that database and fish out some business. 
And, and I literally mean that like any day. Like if I go back and I showed you how many days I worked this year to get 77 listings, like I don't think you'd believe me. So it's it's a matter of when you've got it dialed in like that, that you can go on vacation for a week and come back and just boom, just hop right into your database and, and call your A folder and there's business there. Um, I don't think any agent out there in this country would not follow this process. Yeah. Yeah. It's building a predictable, a true predictable and duplicatable business. People talk about it, but they don't understand how to do it. Right. And so that's that's kind of what you're referring to. And when I was talking about 353 was long, I, I, I was not insinuating that it was long as in you should make that shorter. I'm, right. I'm more thinking that there, there, there will be times maybe in the future, let's just say that there were a lot of expires to start popping up into our marketplace. Mm -hmm. Well, the time of first contact to converting into a listing on the expired is a shorter period of time. But over the last couple of years, there haven't really been any expires. And so the lead sources that were available, like databases and circle prospecting, those lead sources just by nature take more time. So that's why that 353 is what it is right now. I bet you if we looked back years ago when there was a lot of expires when you first started, I bet you that number was much shorter. And um, but during those years that you were your number might have been shorter, you were also building your database. And so some of those people that you first contacted when you were doing other lead sources happened to be how you built a database. And now those things are maturing and you're generating business. So I guess the message that we're trying to get out today is a, a listing machine is more than a hardcore prospector. A listing machine has to be focused on lead generation every day. They got to get up at the crack of dawn, just like the farmer. But then what they do beyond lead generation or what they do alongside of lead generation is critical in order to do it at high volumes. So if we say, just go out and generate, yes, you're going to get more listings than most. But to be a true listing machine, you have to generate and you have to actually cultivate. You have to nurture. You have to work it. And when but you put those two is. things together, that's what happens. Let me add one more thought on that expired because I think I think it's Please. important because I see a lot of agents making a mistake. So even with expired, okay, there's a certain percentage that are not gonna. There's a certain percentage that are list that list right away, probably within their first seven to ten days. Okay, there's gonna. And I ran the numbers a couple of years ago, but I stopped doing it long term because it was too time consuming to keep up. But there's going to be a small percentage that lists right away. Then there's going to be another percentage that lists, you know, in the short term, meaning like they want to give it a break for a month or two and then list within three months. But there's still a good chunk of people that actually don't list for a year or two years. This, this same process of getting their content. I see a lot of agents when it's not an immediate appointment, immediate listing with an expired that they don't even ask for an email address. That's an opportunity to still put them in your database. So six months, a year, two years down the road, those are more leads that are going to come into you and, and possibly get a come listening call. So that strategy needs to be followed no matter what the lead source is that you're dealing with. Yeah. But I do agree that, yes, if you're calling more expires, if there's more expires out there in the market, that that 353 is going to be a shorter number. Yeah, it's going to eventually decrease in just the nature right. of the, the lead source. Exactly. But, you know, one of the things that you're describing, Abe, and, and, and this is a concept that, Gosh, I, I, I must have been, it's, it's, I know it's over 10 years when I first probably started saying it was, it's all about monetizing the no. Yeah. 
Like it's easy to coach you, uh, coach, uh, coach people on how to like make a call. Somebody says, yes, I'm thinking about selling. Well, then convert that. But how do you convert the people that when you do talk to them, they're like, no, I'm not really thinking about doing anything. How do you convert the no? Most people just say, oh, next. Well, what Abe's doing is putting them in the database, nurturing them, farming them. And all of a sudden they're calling back. And so, yes, continue to fo focus on building skills that helps you convert more yeses into listings. But think about this conversation because this is think this is talking about converting more no's into yeses and then into listings. Man, that 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 monetizing the no's is one of the most powerful ideas in in prospecting in real estate. And let me tell you why. Not 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 I mean of course building a database with it and getting a future business is great, but think about it. The majority of people that you're going to call no matter what lead source except for maybe expires and fizzbos are going to be people that are going to say no. So if you're if you're a brand new agent, what you're going to hear every time you hear a no, you're going to hear rejection. So it's rejection after rejection after rejection. Yeah. Okay. So one of the first things I learned early on, and you, you taught me this besides building a database was monetizing the no's. To me, I'm okay hearing a no. That's an opportunity to get a, a email address and put them into my database. So guess what now? Instead of sitting here and waiting for that two, one to 2% of the yeses and then being frustrated with 98.5% no's, now 30% of the people I talk to end up being a win in my mind because I got an email address. So yeah. even though I didn't set a listing appointment, I got an email address. So now 30%, 35% winning streak makes it a whole lot easier mentally to make calls than sitting there thinking, oh my God, I'm betting, I'm betting 1% or 2%. That's that's frustrating as yeah. heck if you go yeah, if you're thinking that kind of mentality. From the mental side of it, it's 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 uh, more encouraging. When so you, when no really means not yet. Yeah. Not now. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean no forever. It just means not at the moment. That's what we hear, right? And then, so because it's like, no, not now, not at the moment, not yet. Oh, okay. Well, they're a future opportunity. So because that's the mindset, then we're going to put them in our database. But if, if an agent's mindset is no is no forever, well, why put them in the database? Waste of time. Right. So you got to just change the story that you're telling about their answers because when you change your story, the meaning of what they're saying, that will change your activities on what you'll do with them. Our story is, oh, it's not now, but probably in the future. So therefore, I need to put them in my database. But if yours is no, never, well, then you're going to be able to it's a waste of time to put them in my database. So you won't build your database. It's a shift in the mindset. Right. Hey, you're you're definitely a, a machine. And, and, and when I said you're an the, an amazing farmer. I hope you understand. Like that's really like a major compliment because that's a skill set. It's a discipline, probably even more than a skill set. So congratulations on the success that you're having there. There's going to be people here, Abe, that are going to probably want to reach out. And they, you know, you've mentioned something about coaching. What's the best way to reach out and get information about Agent Success Academy? The, the, the best thing is just go to our, our group, Real Estate Sales Solutions Group. You'll get an idea of some of the stuff that we do. Um, it's also a good way to get a hold of either you or myself. Uh, or just find me on Facebook. It's Abe yeah. Safa. Uh, you, can't, you can't miss it.
And you can message me if you'd like to get involved. We'd love to coach you. I tell you, we're going to coach a lot. of. We're already coaching a lot of agents that are having some amazing results. And um, so if you want to, to, to join in, please do. But at least go to the Real Estate Sales Solutions Facebook page and, um, and request to, to join. We'll let you in and you'll see quite a bit of content. As a matter of fact, we're, we're streaming this live on uh, Real Estate Sales Solutions Facebook page. So for those of you that are listening on the page or watching on the page, um, nice to uh, to be in front of you again. If you all have any questions, please put it in the comment section. And if you're listening over the Level Up podcast, please don't forget to hit uh, subscribe. Um, so as we do these and they they go on to the podcast, you get a notification of when Abe and I or, or or if there's other guests when we're doing these and and you're notified when there's a new episode uploaded. Abe, thank you so much. Enjoy it, Greg. All right, bye everybody.